Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my killer co-host, Mozzie. Feeling dangerous. Mm. Killer. Woke up feeling dangerous, like Baker, right? I kind of woke up feeling rather tame and mild, but eventually Mm. throughout the day grew too dangerous. Yeah. Well, um, (laughs) kind of on that same track, actually, so... Uh, what we were talking about before, right before this. So Ezekiel Elliott's dad was charged in connection with exotic cat attack. Wow. <laughs> yeah, apparently That's... there is this like exotic cat that got out, started like biting dogs, and eventually was like shot by the police. But apparently Ezekiel's dad was connected to it. Yeah, it was My like God. a yeah, you know, like a don't know what kind of was it a cheetah something like that like I don't know. Anyway, a Bengal tiger like a. <laughs> it was just like fucking oh, wait, wild. No, they're not good at being. <laughs> They're never on the offense. Uh, I can't find out what uh, the picture looks. It looks like a cheetah, but anyway, an exotic cat <laughs> got loose wow. and started attacking other animals, which is wild. That is a uh, that was news to me. Did um, not know about that. Oh, it's a, it's a serval cat, is what they're saying. A servo, serval, whatever. Yeah, serval cat. S e r v a l, the type of exotic African cat. Okay. Yeah. But not wow. for some reason not surprising as we said. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. They need him. Um rare to northern Africa. Did you <laughs> get this? Well, exactly. That's why like for some reason it's just not surprising. Oh, I'm like reading up on the circle <laughs> cat. <laughs> You're meet- carnivores. Mhm. You're going to be an expert on this. Oh yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of any NFL player, like, besides him. I, Jameis is the only other person I could see, like, someone's dad being, like, connected to some really random-ass crime. Like, I bet Jameis' dad is Florida man. Mm. I'm sure I'm sure he's been a Florida man. <laughs> In one of those <laughs> reports. be a hit song. Florida man? Oh, man. I gotta We've get all on been that. Florida. We've all been a Florida man at some point. When I hit rock bottom, you know I'm a Florida man. <laughs> Florida man. I know, but um, speaking of Florida man, uh, Florida man Tom Coughlin, um, literally just now was uh, fired. Really, just now? It I was, happened. Like as I was mid sentence, um, wow. that notification popped up on my phone. He gone. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because the NFLPA was um, pretty much like came at them, and it was ruled that um, like the fines he levied against like. Fournette, and he, like, there was some other guy too who was like fined like seven hundred thousand over the off season for like not reporting to stuff or whatever. So those fines got ruled like ineligible, basically. So well, yeah, something like twenty five percent of the league's like penalties against players came from them or fines. Yeah, I think it was like grievances filed against the team. Like twenty five percent of them. Yes, were. grievances filed against the team. Thank you. That's it. I mean, it's that's. So bad. Absurd. I was wondering how high the Jets were on that list because we had quite a few this year. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Dante Fowler was fined 25 times for a total of 700000 in 2018 because he didn't go to, like, the off-season injury treatment stuff at the team's facility. And so the team was trying to, like, enforce that, but they can't. And then Fournette was fined, like, 99000 for, like, being, like, for sitting on the bench, like, quote-unquote, like, all sad or whatever, like, during the Week 17 game where he wasn't even active. Oh, right. Yeah, so all that got ruled, you know, like, like un... Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, got ruled as bullshit, basically, yeah. So, Tom Coughlin is now gone. So, I, I think they might keep him around for another year, or at least for a little bit, then off of that, to see, like, if he can kind of right the ship, but I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I mean, they might. 
I guess but. it depends on how the last two games go. If he re- if they really look like shit, he could be gone. But they won last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sad. I was hoping the last Sorry. game in Oakland could be a dub. But Yeah. I was kind of pulling for that. I was like, it's the last game in Oakland. They're going to like at least have some kind of motivation to win, yeah. right? It was looking promising, and then like the second half was a thing. And the, yeah, then the Chris Conley. <laughs> yeah, he started. He double-donned. But yeah, the second back half was back not. double-donned. Mm-hmm. Big bummer. But see the Jags have this week. They've got the Falcons. That's a minutes winnable. Like 17, they have... Um, the Colts also winnable, so like they could end on two wins and you know, like a little more promising for next year. See how Minshew Mania goes. So last week we had some pretty good pick uh, results. You won eleven to five. Your lock of the Rams that did not hit, but Bills won in the upset, and then came out with thirteen to three, and then Minnesota won for my lock, and Arizona won for the upset. So yeah, I remember I just picked the Rams because I didn't know who else to pick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like picking against Jason Garrett tends to be safe so like yeah who knows <laughs> but I'll still take 11 and 5 that's pretty good oh yeah for sure anything like anything like double digit I guess I'd like above 10 because going like 9 to 7 is kind of whatever it's very you know, Garrett-esque but mm, yeah. speaking of so <laughs> not trying to be uh, Jeff Fisher here <laughs> not, I'm not trying to you know make my rookie QB look bad so um <laughs> Yeah, I guess we can start with the Thursday game, which, you know, wasn't ever really a game. Not really. Yeah, for Not- for a brief moment, it was 7-13. to It was 0-0. Yeah, also that. At one point. At one point. And then pretty much after that, it was no longer a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the Crowder score got it, you know, back within 6, and then uh, the Jets didn't score again until the Ravens had put up 35. So. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But. I sent you an interesting thing about Adam Gase that I mm. hadn't realized. Yeah, go and share uh, that again. How, how essentially terrible he is. I was reading this online, just how essentially terrible he is at making halftime adjustments, mm. which we all knew. But allegedly he is like having 33 possessions in the third quarter this season, which is already not that high. Yeah, it's not um, high. It's not that many as other teams. They're not as good offensively. Of those thirty-three well, possessions, <laughs> right? They have fa- they have gotten to the red zone five times, which is dismal, mm-hmm. and they have scored a touchdown three times. So they are three for thirty-three <laughs> in scoring on possessions in the third quarter, which just means like literally once the other team makes any form of adjustment, he has no response. Right. He's like a toddler. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like a angry hyped up cocaine toddler. (laughs) Hmm. So I really don't, I don't know. I'm like just on that whole Adam Gase, like should he be fired? Should he not thing? There are definitely like among the jets fan base, pretty divided because there are some who are like, uh, we don't want to give Sam Darnold instability by getting rid of another offensive coordinator for him there. And I'm kind of like, you know, if you know the guy's not the guy, why waste your time on him? Yeah, I'll waste another year for sure. I like, I don't get that to me. If you know, like, if you were dating somebody, and I'm not saying dating in like your 20s like your early 20s or in college or something where you can just date people for any particular reason i'm not like you're older and you're dating someone in your late 20s mm-hmm. and you know they're not the one do you like would you like you 
know that pretty quickly you just continue the relationship for another year after that or i would say no (laughs) (laughs) agreed um yeah i don't i i personally want him gone um straight up don't like him that much as a head coach i don't think he makes good halftime adjustments the team clearly hates him he even got in a fight with darnold and darnold's like the most even keeled dude out there yeah david fell's face during that was hilarious he was like oh (laughs) It's like I want to like, know what Darnold said. I do too. They're apparently both angry at the third string tight end on the play. And I'm like, well, it's the third string tight end. No shit. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the Jets, man, they're at the moment kind of in, in some turmoil along some other organizations. But I don't know. I feel like they're less mired in it than some other teams, but. Yeah, they're like a few key pieces, and they're okay. I'm I'm pretty happy with what I've seen out of Darnold, mm. and I'm definitely the person who would not jump that gun because I know what it's like. Yeah, he, he's been pretty solid, like post ghost. I'm gonna call it post ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ag after ghosts. <laughs> but yeah, no, he really has yeah. been. He's been like of the 2018 quarterbacks. I think he's been the second best. From that class this year, this year, yeah, for sure, just because Baker has not done anything. But we see like everything this year we've seen like across the league has shown how important O line play is. Seriously, Ugh. like from Baker's downfall to like Lamar doing super well, like to the Rams sucking, Bengals sucking, like Steelers managing and being okay, like the O line is Bills doing okay again. Yeah. They have a they are. Like their offensive line is entirely new pieces from last year, which initially sounds like a bad thing, but when it was that bad last year, it's actually probably a good thing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of plays so important. So it's just it's a shame. The biggest problem is that there just aren't as many great linemen in the league. There's a shortage. Yeah, I have no clue how next year's lineman class looks, but that's why they're getting paid now. Yeah, but. And other side of that Thursday night game, though, Lamar, you know, as I mentioned, balled out. Kind of a given. His uh, third five-touchdown game of the year. So Yeah, it seemed likely. <laughs> yeah, the Lamar blow-up was coming, and it was just in time for, you know, some good fantasy playoff stuff for the people who had him. Just, yeah, going nuts. I tried to, like, snag some of his fantasy value by putting in Willie Sneed. He was, like, the one receiver to not get a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I had uh, Marquise Brown in my other league, and that helped me out a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he had a decent day with uh, the four for forty five and a touchdown. But yeah, the excuse me, the tight ends. Yeah. Man, oh yeah, again. Hurst did well too, right? Um, or at least he had a he had crucial plays. I don't know if he was fantasy yeah, he, relevant. He just had the one catch, but it was mostly just managers, I guess I should say. But um, yeah, he because he was questionable before the game too, and he ended up coming out and playing super well. Mm-hmm. We got some RG3 time, which my favorite thing was calling him the human victory cigar. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean. Yep. Mm -hmm. But next up, we had a first Sunday game, Patriots at Bengals. Um, There was some some tape beforehand on the game, which did you see the, did you see the thing that come out about like the Bengals security, like grilling them on the tape that they recorded? Oh, yeah, that was wonderful. Yeah, it was funny. It's like some field perspective. You can't even see the field. We can delete it. It'll be gone. 
It'll be gone, dude. I'll just delete it. It's fine. <laughs> it was so fucking dumb. Like so sketchy. Gosh, like there's got to be some punishment. I'm curious what happens <laughs> with it. I really hope so. I'm it's... fucking sick of the Patriots. This bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, like how? Let's like they clearly think everyone in the league is an idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which like some of them it's, are, but that's not entirely wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just. Fucking man, and they're still good, but it's just like ah. Uh, yeah, they're like annoying. the uh, they're like the kid that's really smart that brings a cheat sheet to their test because yeah. they're they just like want to be sure they get a hundred, mm-hmm. even though well, like they could have taken it and probably gotten a hundred anyway. No, they would still get an A, but it's like they want that perfect. Yeah, the cheat sheet doesn't even have things relevant to the exam. The exam is beneath the knowledge you've delved into on your note card. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't even grasped what you're going for. Yeah. You don't need that. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, I mean the Patriots defense balled out regardless of if they knew the signals or not. I mean they picked off Andy Dalton four times, had a day. Yeah, the Pats' offense didn't need to do much. They did, they just didn't do much in general because it wasn't necessary. Mm. I feel like I kind of saw this game going the way it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But pretty much exactly. Mm-hmm. Next up, we had the Bucks at the Lions, and Winston apparently his hand was fine. Um, we lost Godwin in this game too, so yeah, it's it a was, big blow. Yeah, it was the Brashad Perriman show, <laughs> which is hilarious, and it's gonna be funny to see how many times he started. Uh, he has started this week in championship games. I'm gonna be curious what that comes out to. Yeah, I mean, it might be a lot. It is uh, the Texans, right? Um, yes, I believe so. So, like, everyone who lost Evans or Cotton is going to probably Throw go him for in. him. Yeah, so I'm curious, like, what his star is going to be this week and how he does it, because it is still Brashad Pyramid. So. Oof. Oh. Jeez. Someone's having a bad day. Over there. That's how they honk around here. <laughs> but um, So much anger. <laughs> but on, on James Winston, though, um, the funniest thing, <laughs> since we call him Schrodinger's Crab... Uh, since 2010, there have been only nine instances in which a quarterback is ranked in the top 20% in both positively and negatively graded throws in a given season based on, like, PFF stuff. And Winston has four of them. Oh, my God. So, yeah, this year and then 2015, 17, and 18. So, Schrodinger's grab. It's just, like, he'll, like, he throws an early pick, like, every week. Like, he started he started this game with a pick and then balled out. It's like he has to, <laughs> like he has to throw his pick to get, like, ready. Right. <laughs> he has to throw the bad one, get it out of the way first uh-huh. when the game's even. He's probably like super, like he's like probably like really superstitious. He could be. I don't know. I guess in Tampa. I can see James being superstitious. It's a little stitious. <laughs> yeah, stitious, but yeah, <laughs> the Lions were a shit show, as the organization usually is. You know. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, I think the Lions have it worse off than the Jets, just because of like how long they've been bad. Yeah, they just just like it sucks how much they've wasted Stafford's career and Calvin Johnson's career and Calvin Johnson's. Yeah, full full waste there. Barry Sanders and well, you know, virtually every good player. Yeah, it happens. You know, pure Lions. Just how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> but man, it was rough. So they finally put uh yeah Stafford on IR. Finally, yeah. 
Well, John, you were kind of upset about that. Like, once they finally committed to Patricia next year, they're like, all right, Stafford's on IR. Yeah. I don't know. It seems like sketchy timing to me. Yeah, I mean, I never expected Stafford to come back this year. I didn't either. Like, they could have IR'd him a long time ago. They're like, oh, he might come back. He might help the season. Yeah, I guess I just want to see if they ever had any chance or hope at all, but no. There is no hope. Yeah, tough scene there in Detroit. And then next up, staying in that division, we had Packers hosting the Bears, and the Bears' pass catchers are good, but they have Mitch throwing to them. Yes. And so Mitch has, like, still been fantasy solid. He had the two picks, but he still had, like, a ton of yardage and a touchdown, and he's been running more lately. So he's been, like, getting enough fantasy points to stay relevant there. But real life, like, imagine if, you know, a good quarterback was here. Had that receiving core. Mm -hmm. Or even if he just, like, switched the quarterbacks in this game. (laughs) Like, imagine how much better the Bears would be than than the Packers if that was switched. Oh, yeah, I mean, it would have been a Packers win instead, or it would have been a Bears win. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the Packers, again, do just enough to win, which has been classic Packers lately. This like, whole week, whole year, really. Yeah, d- barely getting by, which I think, were they one of the teams we used to discuss about the point differential, I feel like? Yeah, being being really weak. Yeah, the plus 47, and that's, say, like, Seattle is, like, the same way. They're only plus 26. Yeah. Meanwhile, the two, like the two teams below them in the division, which I guess San Francisco's the same record, but San Francisco's plus one sixty one and Minnesota's plus one nineteen. Yeah. That's what I mean. If you're a dominant yeah. team, that's what you should be looking like. Mm-hmm. And yeah. a, eleven and three is a dominant record. Mm-hmm. So something is askew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get far in the playoffs. Although, that's usually, what that means, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tracking our uh, New England versus Miami thing, New England's at plus one at plus one ninety one, and uh, Miami is at minus one ninety four. So it's close. Who will win? <laughs> I think they they play week seventeen, so it's, it's literally just on this week. Because um, so there's the Bengals, which I think the Dolphins will get back positive probably, and then the Patriots will probably continue to grow like, like if they beat the Bills. So. I think it's the Patriots gonna Patriots should end more positive, I would guess, since they play week seventeen. So, but you know this is the real race, and also Buffalo's plus sixty nine. Nice. So, nice, <laughs> nice. So, yeah. I mean, anyway, back to back to the game we were talking about. It was a pretty gross game. It was just Packers doing just enough to win. Did they have any bangers? Devontae Adams did well, and Aaron Jones did well because he vultured two touchdowns. Well, not Vulture. He vultured one, or took one. He had a 20-yard one. Sorry, 21-yard touchdown, which, you know, he earned that. But the two-yarder, you're just like, well, you know. I'm here. <laughs> hey, guys. Can I take yeah. this one? Sure. We had a Kumaro sighting, too. Kumaro. One big catch for Kumaro. But overall, underwhelming game. And then we move on to uh, Texans at Titans, which this one was decent, at least. I mean, it was back and forth a lot, for sure. <coughs> Yeah, we went back and forth on our picks too. At least I did. Yeah, I said I did. We both end up on Houston, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like. I was heavy on Tennessee at the beginning of the week, and then throughout the week, I was like, you know, I kind of bought into the whole like the Texans just got like absolutely embarrassed mm-hmm. and like need to reassert themselves, kind of idea. Yeah, Tannehill was fine fantasy wise, but real life wise, he wasn't nearly as good this week as he had been. Right. I mean, he had a rushing touchdown that got him another six mm-hmm. to tack on. But, 
Yeah, because like they had the field goal block, but then it was punt, interception, punt, downs, end of half. Like their first half was pretty abysmal when they didn't score at all, and he, he started to pick it up. But like, yeah, the first half was so bad that they couldn't dig themselves out of the hole. Yeah, sounds like every Philly game ever when he was head coach. <laughs> Man, yeah, dude, Philly's not good, but we'll get to them. So yeah, Henry, we all know we, we kind of moved off him throughout the week as the he kept missing practices. But I mean, this game was so AJ Brown's clearly Tannehill's guy. That's like my big takeaway here. Yeah, honestly. man, he looks so good. Yeah, dude, he's 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 so good at beating press coverage. It's absurd. He's so physically dominant. He's big. Mm-hmm. Is he like six one? Yeah, six one two thirty. Mm-hmm. He's dense. His density is high. But on the other side, we saw Carlos Hyde go twenty six for one hundred four and a touchdown. That's kind of funny. That's pretty funny to me. Yeah, but that's that's what, what happened to the run game. Yeah, that's like what four yards a carry though. He just yeah. got a ton of carries. <coughs> Their defense, like Tennessee, was supposed to have a decent run D. Yeah, with uh, Jarrell Casey there, like when he when he's in, it's a way better split. But yeah, it was kind of weird seeing that. But like, it's funny though that this is like Hyde's like best possible day, and it was 16 fantasy points pretty much because he doesn't like catch the ball at all for the Texans at least. So that kind of goes to show you, like, okay, you. you don't really need Hyde on your fantasy team, <laughs> especially yeah. not next week against Tampa. So, but yeah, I mean this was an important divisional game for like especially playoff standings too. Because let's see where we're at now with the, with the AFC. This AFC, we've got. Let me see playoff picture. So yeah, they they are they're behind <laughs> Pittsburgh now for for that sixth spot. Ah uh, yeah, I really hope they beat it. Like mm-hmm. I want the Titans to do it. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because Pittsburgh um, <laughs> Pittsburgh beat Tennessee. That's right. So. Oh, so that's that's hard to overcome because like then they have to actually rely on Pittsburgh losing enough too. So it's literally just those two teams. Jets are gonna Jets can help them out, man. <laughs> J E T S. But <laughs> see, yeah, Buffalo's locked up a locked up that fifth wild card or that first wild card spot is the five seed there. So, oh boy, oh boy. But yeah, the Ravens have clinched the division. That's my big thing. So your your bet pays out there. Yeah. Oh wait, no, sorry, not Clint, they Clint's division, not conference. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. The uh, Ravens. Yeah. So you're you're, yeah, you're thinking with one seed, right? I think right? they're going to. They're like at this point, they're now in the lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see them losing it because I also beat the Patriots too, so they keep the tiebreaker there. So exactly. And if the Bills were to beat the Pats, <laughs> dude, if the Bills got a higher seed than the Pats, I would be so thrilled. Oh man, it's so deserved. It's so deserved. Do it. Do it. Do I do. It. I do want that. I, I'm on. I'm on board with that one. I want it. <laughs> and uh, but staying in that AFC race, yeah, the Chiefs take care of the Broncos pretty handily. Drew Lock came back to earth. Pretty rough game for him in the snow. Yeah. This was all just all Chiefs, really. Just 100 percent all Chiefs. Um, I was kind of feeling that this would be his return to Earth week. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, you know, on the road division game. We talked. I think we talked up Kansas City's defense some too. Yeah, they've been playing better. It's hard to gauge how much better they've been playing because of who they've played, aka Drew Locke. But <laughs> like, you never know. They definitely have been improved in general. Yeah, but we saw. I mean, Kelsey just balled out, and then Tyreek did well too with the touchdowns. That the, the classic trio there, the Mahomes to those two, and we saw the running game just stuck in neutral again. Kansas City's running game has been awful this year, just in general. I know. The McCoy thing has not worked out. Is it? I mean, uh, 
Is part of it an O-line thing? Like, at this point, it seems like it would be, right? Yeah, let me look into it. Because, like, when the run game's not working, you, you gotta think that's it. Because Atlanta's yeah. run game has been really bad, too, aside from the, the um, yeah, Carolina game. Let's see. No, I mean, looking at, like, O-line grades, Kansas City's is really good. They just can't run well. What is going on? I don't know if it's talent, play calling. Because Darwin Thompson had a you know above four yards per carry average. He was four point eight, but in general, the team's running is stuck in neutral. I mean, when you're so good at passing, I don't know if it matters a ton. <laughs> and it's just more just for fantasy sake, but like real life sake, if you yeah. can pass that well, it doesn't matter. So never hurts. It's just like usually if your running game sucks and you replaced the running back, and your line was good, then the running game would get better. But they've replaced the running back several times. It's mm-hmm. like changed. It's just not improving, really. Yeah, I want just... I want them just to give Darwin Thompson the fucking role. Yeah, just give him like all the carries and all the touches one week and see how it goes. Yeah, like Damian Williams is nobody. No yeah. Offense. I mean, he's somebody. But he hasn't he's... even played in the last couple of weeks either. He's been hurt. Yeah. But... Sean McCoy is... No, it's not really working. No. As much as I'd hoped. Yeah, the reunion is not there. But, yeah, I mean, I, okay, I guess Broncos side, we've talked about the Chiefs, I guess, enough. I mean, that was pretty straightforward. The Broncos, nothing got going either. Except, I mean, no, Portland Sutton was good again, but... That's it. Yeah. No fan will get you big plays, but yeah, it's Cortland Sutton, and that's pretty much the only Bronco you feel safe playing ever. How did Fant do? Did he just have, like, the game relevant passes but not he had, he had two for 56 and he got like oh. one of them was a 43 yarder so like he's a big play guy it's the you know exist vertical threat no offense you can't cover him <laughs> that was so bad uh next game we had uh dolphins at giants uh giants whooped on him saquon barkley finally 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 had a good game he had like an okay game the first two weeks, and then he got hurt, and he hadn't been the same, and it finally came back together against the Dolphins here, which you know you kind of expect. Finally, man, he's been awful. I like he was probably like the undisputed one pick this year. Probably should have been McCaffrey in hindsight. Yeah, because was... top four was what Saquon, Zeke, McCaffrey, Kamara. Those were the top four. Yep, and most took most were going like Saquon. Camara, McCaffrey, Zeke. Yeah, it was one of those things where there were kind of knocks on everyone you could kind of come up with. It was a pretty even mix of where people were going, but clearly, clearly McCaffrey was the one. But, I mean, Zeke ended up being second best, I'd say, but Camara's just been disappointed because the touchdowns haven't been there, and then Saquon's just been hurting on a bad team. <coughs> yeah, I'm glad. We, it was one of those years where it was bad to have, an, like, the first pick. Mm-hmm. Trade down. Yeah, so unless you got CMC. Or, like I said, Zeke's been pretty fine, too. And he hasn't been, like, killing it, but he's been a lot better lately, Zeke has. But He's been good at the end of the year, which is good. Mm-hmm. As long as he got you to the playoffs. <clears throat> yeah. He definitely had some down weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes the touchdowns aren't there, but when, when they're falling, it's, you know, he's rolling. Yeah. The yards have definitely been there for him. But, yeah, this uh, this was one of the tank bowls we had of, of the week. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, they're dreadful. Yep, Eli. Yeah, yeah Eli got back to five hundred. That's, yeah, that's, that's the main storyline. He also threw three picks, so it was super classic Eli here, just vintage Eli. Um, oh, three picks against who again? 
via Miami Dolphins. Oh, that's right. Thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> and then it's up. Yeah, it's, up. Yeah, Sterling Shepard had a really good game. I know that was where we were at with this one about like him kind of taking the lead on the receiving core. This one. And then Fitzpatrick had an, another good fantasy game, and they've got the Bengals this week. So I assume Fitzpatrick stays fantasy relevant, which is hilarious to think about on the Dolphins of 2019. Like a great fantasy quarterback. I love it. And uh, yeah, we, we also yeah. kind of liked Hearns or Ford, but that was a little contingent on if Devontae was in. Yeah, Devontae and Aubrey Wilson both played, and they were both actually solid. Devontae was killer with his two touchdowns. Yeah. And then uh, the Dolphins running game, just yes, stay away. It's it's a committee still again, and it's, it's a committee of of oh, I don't even know Patrick Off, Laird awful. and Miles Gaskin. Yeah, and then Fitzpatrick runs him too, but they're not rushing any touchdowns in unless it's Fitzpatrick really, or like Albert Wilson on some end around or some shit like that. So Oof. yeah, if if like. There's like in our dynasty, the guy was like looking at possibly playing there this week. I'm like, fuck it, no, I'm not gonna do that bullshit. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck that. That's there's, like one of those you gotta pull yourself back. Yeah. There's like, there's just no upside to it. Like he gets you maybe what at most like 15 points. Meh. So yeah, I don't like it. But Tank Bowl, man. This game had this game has some good fantasy goodness. Worked out in that perspective. So. Next up, we had Eagles at Redskins, and so the Eagles won, but they are not good. They so they had that touchdown at the end defensively. So, but the game was basically thirty-one twenty-seven. Yeah, it was a close game. Uh, fucking Greg Ward, like, had that whole last drive to himself. Basically, he was the hero of that game. Yeah, he caught like three straight passes. Yeah, cap one for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. See, it. he yeah he was that last drive. It's hilarious. He and Boston Scott, really. Which, Boston Scott looked good. And he did. He's had a few games where he's looked good. Yeah, he's been solid the last two, and they've been getting him more involved. Because, his, I mean, he's pretty much their Darren Sproles. Yeah, and, he had seven receptions. Yeah, and PPR, he's definitely a guy you want to, you know, at least look at if you're hurting a running back this week, for sure. Worth. But And Sa- Sanders balled out, too, man. He had a crazy good game. Yeah, he did. 19 for 122 and a score just on the ground. Mm-hmm. Then another six for fifty and a tutty in the air. Tutty. Oh, oh, so Cubs tuts. We saw a running game that hadn't been doing a whole lot this year get really on track versus Washington. So it's a good game to do that. Yeah. Who does Washington get next week? Let's see. The Giants. I mean, Saquon should be able to kind of continue this late late season surge. The last two game surge. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to see on that, but yeah, the do the Eagles like. The Cowboys should whoop them. Should. And, like, I'll probably end up picking them, but, like, it's one of those things where <laughs> you just gotta, like, wonder, like, how the actual fuck is this game gonna play out? I said we'll get to this more when we preview all the games. Yeah, Friday, being but... in Philly, too. Like, But, like, this team is not good. They, like, they lost to the fucking Dolphins, dude. Like, yes. And the Cowboys waxed them the first time. They went out. They can go nine and seven. That's at least respectable. Yeah, like I really hope the winner of this division at least is positive. God, I hope so. I don't want an eight and eight, dude. A, J- a Jason Garrett eight and eight team making the playoffs. <laughs> That's just like his dream. That's like Jason Garrett's wet dream, right? Like making yeah. the playoffs at eight and eight. Perfect. <laughs> and Jerry Jones exactly. is still standing behind you. 
so much clapping. <laughs> yeah, if Jerry Jones, sorry, if uh, Jason Garrett did catch an STD, it wouldn't be, it would indeed be the clap. So, <laughs> so who do they play week seventeen? Cowboys host Washington, and Eagles are at the Giants. So they should both win again next week. But you know, I can see the Eagles losing to the Giants to end out the season if they like lose to the Cowboys too. But. Honestly, probably if Daniel Jones is playing too. Yeah, which I think Daniel Jones is supposed to be back this week, or they're saying that he's on track to be back this week. Yeah, the, my expectation is he'll be back, which is dumb because they can't ruin uh, Eli's streak. Yeah, <laughs> he's perfectly five hundred. You can't ruin that. Yeah, I, I don't think this it makes tie. sense to bring back Daniel Jones if he's at all hurt remotely. But it's the Giants, I need to expect. So. Mm. And then, I guess, oh yeah, I forgot to talk about Washington. It's kind of, like, easy to forget, I guess, huh? Yeah, pretty forgettable. Yeah, although they've been playing, like, some respectable football. Sort of. Uh, Parts of their team have. Yeah, actually, their last four games have been pretty respectable. Yeah. Beat the Lions, beat the Panthers, held in it with the Packers, held in with the Eagles, so. They did hold it in with the Packers. Mm -hmm. We don't know how good the Packers really are, though, also. Yeah. They're still kind of, uh, maybe they're getting lucky. <laughs> yeah, probably. But Washington led this game for a good amount of time. Yeah. They almost won, man. Yeah, they they could have easily won this. That's the thing they were leading for. I mean, even at the end, too, while we were talking about it, I was like, I'm like, I know Philly's looking bad right now, but I think they pulled this out. Like, It's literally just because I was Washington. But I don't see Dwayne Haskins leading the team back to victory. You know, right. So, what a shitty division, huh? Yeah, it's awful. I can't believe that that we have to put one of them in the playoffs. I think it'll be Dallas. I, I, Dallas has the best chance, I guess. But oh, I also think it's Dallas. I they probably will win this week. It's just like you know they can fuck this up. Oh, of course. They can. That's the funniest part. The thing is, if they do lose, we get a great Stephen A. Smith rant, I'm sure. So that's, like, the one thing that I, like, am okay with that. <laughs> the St- Stephen A. Smith, like, gloating about the Cowboys being awful has been pretty peak this season. Yeah, so he's just sent him to Skip. <laughs> I did. I, I, I assume Skip sees all of them because it's mostly directed at Skip. Like, we all know right. that. Skip. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> So, um, anyway, next up we had Seahawks at Panthers, and what was a lot closer game than it kind of should have been? I don't know. I mean, I guess a lot of this, the, the Carolina scoring was, you know, garbage time. So, Seahawks mostly took care of business, but... Yeah, for the most part. I did say it was one of my sort of red flag games. Like, uh, West Coast team going to the East Coast, 1 p.m., mm-hmm. going to be a little bit more tough for them like i don't know just seemed like a likely spot their point differential being really bad was the other one like the seahawks for their record they were plus 20 at 10 and 3 which is even worse than the packers which Mm -hmm. was already not great uh but yeah i uh still won one by six seemed about pretty much to me kind of how like the score would you know reflect the play i was i was kind of on board with that score differential there mm-hmm. yeah it, it was like a like you know garbage time cover there but yeah true mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Curtis Samuel. Yeah, he came through for you. Lockett had a good week. He came through after kind of being down for a couple of weeks. And who do they play next? Because it's, you know, Lockett's someone you... I, okay, I think of the Cardinals. I'm pretty sure you can trust them against the Cardinals. And then Carson with no penny was as advertised. And they keep feeding McCaffrey and more and dabbling in Samuel like the Panthers. These teams are relatively straightforward fantasy-wise, which is nice, at least. Like, you got to, like, appreciate that much. Yeah. And then with with no Gordon now, too, um, rip. Um, I guess that now will just benefit, you know, DK more, I'm going to say. The team is supporting him. Yeah, but, I mean, he's, does Gordon play again? I'd I don't say know. no. I'm thinking no. I mean, how old is he now? 20. Probably like 29, right? 29. Let's see, Josh. Gord. Oh, Gordon. He is 28. So. 28. You gotta think he. Uh, I gotta wager he doesn't play again, but I don't know for sure. It's it's sad because he's so talented and like good, but <sighs> Stephen A. Smith, you know, as he says, gotta stay off the weed. The weed. Duh. <laughs> but um, yeah, Russell Wilson. I guess back to the game. He had a super efficient game. That classic, you know, not many attempts, bunch of yards college-esque stat line and then Kyle Allen continues to be a turnover machine it's Oof. yeah I mean for that reason we're gonna see Will Greer this week Will Greer yeah I'm, in, I'm intrigued he's someone I, I liked coming out and so I'm curious because it sounded like the organization had kind of been in on him so I'm wondering why like you know took until now but I guess we're gonna finally see him and figure out what he's got the Colts aren't like a super tough matchup maybe he wanted to wait you know not Seattle that makes sense Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Like, I kind of got the feeling he wasn't ready when he joined. Maybe they think he's got a little bit more tread under the tires, as they say. I don't know. Yeah, because they know it's not Kyle Allen. If they move on from Cam, they got to at least see what they have with Will Greer. Yeah. So. yeah, it'd be wild if they traded him. They did get rid of Rivera, so. Yeah, apparently the new like the new ownership wants to like keep Cam as long as he's healthy, but that's the whole, that's the tough part. But next up, we have Jags at Raiders, and I was really hoping the Raiders would pull out this win in Oakland, last Oakland game, but nope. second half was just dookie. Yeah, this game kind of surprised me. I, th- I thought Oakland would be able to clean up here. Yeah, you'd think they could hold on, but yeah, no, no, yeah, they just, the second half was just literally nothing. Punt, punt, missed field goal, dookie. <laughs> Gross. Ugh. I mean, the Jags' defense isn't amazing. No, no, it's not, like, good. That's the thing. The Raiders' defense just, like, all of a sudden just lost its ability to do anything. Like, the fourth quarter, like, they just went to Dookie. Uh, Made me sad. Yeah, we saw we saw Chris Conley have a good game with uh, no chart. And Keelan Cole got on the map, too. Um, and, of course, Fournette gets to get a bunch of touches, but the touchdowns were not there. And on the Raiders' side, it was the Waller show. That was, you know, the gist of it. Yeah, which I think we liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as as long as we've had like Hunter Renfro out, Waller's been good. Which I think Hunter Renfro may come back this week, but we'll obviously keep tabs on that. And like I said, we already had Jacobs rolled out, so I'm. I see the Raiders play this week. I'm not not feeling promising. The Chargers, ugh. Chargers. It's gonna be like the the next two games for the Raiders are just gonna be like gross because they're Chargers and Broncos. Ugh. 
That Broncos game is going to be impossible to pick. Is it in? Uh, yeah, it's Denver. in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not 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 appealing in general, but yeah, I mean the Jaguars. I guess we're going to see next week how they respond to No Coughlin. Super fired up and play with a lot of energy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this thing is like the Fa- so like Falcons Jaguars is like somewhat interesting in the sense that these these two teams with no playoff hopes playing for. You know, Falcons playing for Dan Quinn's job, and then the Jaguars, do they like Marone? Do they want to play for him? You know, how happy are they about Coughlin Gonzo? That's going to be a fun, like, kind of narrative watch there. True. Sure. But, yeah, there, there are some narratives this week. The, Ra- the Raiders one was one of them that didn't really hold, unfortunately. And um, another narrative we had was in the uh, Cardinals-Browns game. We had Larry, Fitzger- Larry Fitzgerald's possibly last home game. Um couldn't find the end zone, unfortunately, because Kenny and Drake kept finding the end zone. Like, holy shit. Four. All four of them. Yeah, dude, four of them. What the fuck? Like, Kenny and Drake's had, like, I think he had, like, he had that one blow-up game when, like, David Johnson was active. Or, I can't remember what it was. I think it was Ken, Kendrick's first game there. He had a really good game. And then, now, yeah, like, the blow-up's just so random for him, it's hard to, like, rely on him. That's Sanford, and that was it. And then, five weeks later, blows up again. <laughs> just hilarious. Oh, it's so annoying. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they I mean, they pulled out the upset over the Browns pretty easily. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, would do you? I don't. Do you think, like, on paper, the Browns have a better roster than the Cardinals? Yeah. I kind of do. That's the thing that Mick is really, really concerning. If you're like the Browns organization or a Browns fan, like they should have won, but. Their line is not great, but the Cardinals is also off. Yeah, the Cardinals don't have a good line either. That's the thing. They both have not good at lines. They both have scrambler-esque quarterbacks. They're both good at that. Hmm. Kyle is definitely more mobile, I'd say. But... For sure, and more dangerous. But Baker also <laughs> has Odell and Jarvis and Chubb and Hunt mm-hmm. and Njoku. Yeah. Well, I think Njoku was out for this game. They put him back on IR, right? They did? Oh, I thought yeah. he was coming back. Yeah, Ricky Stills-Jones got two touchdowns. Of course he did. Of course he did. Yeah, fucking classic. But now that meme you sent me of Nick Chubb and like all the whole team, that's literally what it is. It's just Nick Chubb being amazing and then the team flailing about. Just standing around, you know, flopping their arms up and down. Yeah, I guess. But... Strange birds. Fucking idiots. Like a weird brown bird. <laughs> so it's turkey. Uh, yeah, the Cardinals, dude, they stuck it to them. The Browns' defense is not good at all, like the injuries and suspensions going on either. But, yeah, dude, there was the Kenny and Drake show, and then Kyler Murray was taking them on the ground, too. He had, Kyler Murray had 56 yards as well. Like, I think, let me look at how the Browns have been doing the past couple of weeks, but let me see how mobile quarterbacks have been against them. They haven't really faced many mobile quarterbacks. Fitzpatrick got 45 yards in the touchdown against them. How did Jalen do? rushing um talon got six for 28 and two touchdowns jesus yeah i was like seeing how like certain like if certain teams are really good or bad at defending mobile quarterbacks because i remember like detroit last year was really good at defending them see russ got 31 and a tutty so they did i think they uh held lamar somewhat in check for lamar's so 66 yards for lamar but i mean it's kind of hard to go off of but they had they have struggled some against mobile quarterbacks and so i assume lamar will dish it out to him even more next week. I think it's a safe assumption. And just really put the nail in the coffin. Like, I I really want the Browns to, like, lose to the Bengals at the end of the year, too, to just, like, solidify 
getting rid of kitchens. They honestly might at this like rate that they're going, dude. Mm-hmm. The Bengals' offense looks better. He's like, if the Bengals lose this week, they can win Week 17 with no repercussions, which is funny to say. Yeah. So, but well, I think AJ Green's done for the year. Too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just a. I don't know if it's like official, but it's basically official. Yeah, in case you didn't know. Yeah, if you drafted him, big rip. Which... Drafted him and have hung on to him this long. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I know we were rel- we were pretty off of that risk. Yeah. Okay, he's gonna come back. What? Like we were, we knew it wasn't weak. Whatever they were saying, yeah. six. And he comes back to what kind of team? Like it's a thing. So with what O line, what quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yeah, once Ryan Finley came in at all, he was like, "Nah, fuck this mess." <laughs> he's like, "Nope, I'm out. Uh, send me away." Yeah, he's at SpongeBob. Me and I'm gonna head out. <laughs> I. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, I guess on the Cardinals, this is really promising for next year for them. At least, like, if they can get some O line play, they're looking, you know, competent some weeks. So I mean, they they held in with the 49ers both games. They They've shown enough offensive prowess, and against you know most teams that it's kind of it's, it's, it's exciting for next year for sure. Yeah, I just like why couldn't they get it started sooner? Yeah, I don't know? Know. I'm just some I'm just kinks to work out, and like it is like a whole entire new thing too. Yeah, true. But I mean, I don't, they, I don't think they had any expectations for the year in general, really. So. No, but yeah, it's good to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I'm a Jets fan. I'm always looking forward to next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Same goes for the Lions. Yeah. I don't know, are they even looking forward to it? Or are they just like, you know, inevitably accepting that next year's going to happen? I don't know. I think they have to start going every other year. Like, it's just, it's, you know, it's not happening the next one. So you might as well. I'm yeah. really excited for 2021. Yeah, I think it could be good in a couple of years, you know. A couple of years. Getting there. Putting some pieces in. Maybe less sad. But next up, we had Vikings at Chargers. The Vikings easily took care of business. Um, Dalvin Cook went down a bit. It sounds like... I don't know. I think they should keep Dalvin Cook out for a bit. Because I think they've... I think they can get into the playoffs without him. I don't know if they have even have the spot locked up or not. But I kind of think they can, too. Like, is Madison okay? Madison Even if is also not the other guys. Too. Yeah, the third guy's good too. Yeah, Boone's good too. Amir Abdul is the fourth guy, so yeah, but yeah, not the fourth. Third guy though, is still good. Yeah, Just... technically the Rams can swoop in and take the spot, but the Vikings probably have it on lock that that wild card spot because they've got. Let's see who they have this week. I've, I'm if they have beaten the Cowboys, I'd have been on it, but they got smoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they have the Packers this week, and then uh, week seventeen. Let's see who they have. I thought it was like the Lions or something, but um, they've got the Bears, so they should be able to win one of those games and secure their playoff spot. So, yeah, you'd think they would dress Dalvin, but you know, we'll see. So, but yeah, the Chargers, man, they're they're one of those other teams that's like mired in just poo poo. So much shit, like you need a shovel. To yeah, I mean, through it, what changes do they make this offseason? Like, I'm curious, like how, like what direction they go? Like, do they move like, on from Andy Lynn? Like does River is Rivers retiring? Like is he gone? Like how's this organization change? Has the team change? I think they're gonna get a quarterback. Yeah, I don't know if they draft one. They might. 
I feel like it could. I mean, there are going to be a number of interesting free agent quarterbacks mm-hmm. available. Free, well, free agent slash tradable. Yeah. Like Derek Carr, where is he going to go? Probably not in a division, but probably, I mean, it makes a lot of sense financially to get rid of him. And the news coming out about him hasn't been great. So, like, that's one guy. You got Teddy. You got Cam, potentially. Potentially. Uh, Jameis and Mariota. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember they could take a shot on them. I mean, um, I mean, it would be hilarious if they traded for Mitch. That would be just Charger pinnacle. But uh, I assume that won't happen. But <laughs> No one should. That'd be so funny. But, yeah, this game was rough. Whatever is... I wrote the rivers are dry. Like it's man, he's not looking great this year at all lately. Yeah, I mean they might hold on to him in one more year. I don't think think his contract's up or anything. No, they don't like need to rush him out per se, but they definitely need to start being ready for a replacement. Yes, exactly. But and then we also had Melvin butter hands this week. <laughs> to the two fumbles, that's no good. <laughs> It's oh, not... my hands are covered in butter for making <laughs> butter. <laughs> this is why I held out. I just love butter too much. Just love butter so much. I had to I'm spend Mr. time with butter it. Worth. <laughs> a butter worth all this money. <laughs> butter be worth it. But I mean, we saw we saw enough attempts in this game as they were playing from behind to keep the fantasy, you know, pass catchers relevant. But you know, nothing for Gore in this game. You think it'll bounce back next week, but I mean, Keenan Allen's the one guy. I mean, honestly, Eckler too, especially PPR that you can rely on. But Hunter Henry has been consistent. It's it's kind of just Keenan Allen and then sort of the running backs. Ooh, okay. Philip Rivers is an unrestricted free agent in 2020. Yeah, they've asked him about like if he's going to keep playing, and generally said it's you know got to see after the season and what's going on. So I mean, he's, he's near the end of his career. So yeah, he's not going to go anywhere else. I, I doubt it. It'd be hilarious if he did. He'd been yeah. there his whole life. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like where else Philip Rivers could, would make any sense, but it's weird. He would make sense on, quite frankly, like the Bears that is a complete team. Uh huh. He he would he would fit as a Bears quarterback. Like there is that disaster potential. Like every Bears quarterback needs to have that disaster potential. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like you had Jay Cutler, we had Mitch. Like it just makes sense. But he has weapons and like. Uh-huh. The good defense. Yeah, Rivers he would have to go to a team it. that isn't like needing to get much better, other than at the quarterback position. Yeah, like I think he could do more with a Rob and Miller than Mitch has, but they would need a tight end. He would have to go with Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like would, would like would Burton come back healthy finally? Well, who knows? <sighs> so, but yeah, I mean these teams are clearly going in opposite directions in this game, so. Yeah. Next up, we had the Cowboys shellacking the Rams. Shellac. Yeah, I mean, you know the Cowboys game is super out of hand when like Pollard gets his hundred yards as well. Like, oh yeah, I mean he technically had more rushing yards than Zeke, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. said they were up thirty-seven-seven with like six minutes left in the fourth, and the Rams just got their garbage time. So this game was not even as close as it looked. No, it was 37-7. Like, that's awful. That's terrible. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Just... <laughs> yeah. uh, what is going on with the Rams, man? Dude, yeah, Sean McVay, like, his coaching, again, just isn't living up to what should be. It's just, like, lapses. Just... 
In this game, the, the defense, I mean, the defense was awful too in this game, but the offense was getting nowhere either. It's just like, you, he was supposed to like keep last year going and they had like two good weeks in a row, but I mean, who was it against though? That's the thing. Let me take a look at who was it against. Like it was the Seahawks defense and the Cardinals defense, which aren't, which aren't like great defenses really. So yeah, well, yeah, Seahawks are weak against the run for sure. Cardinals weak against both. Yeah, I really didn't expect Dallas to just hand it to them. Like, he's like on the Rams. Aside from Higby, no one was really like that fantasy relevant for you. Cup was okay, but like Cooks has been non-existent. Like, we did love uh, Tyler Higby this week, and he had 14 targets. Woof, man. Yeah, he he balled out. Like with Everett gone, he's just been killing it. Has he had like 100 yards like every week with Everett out? It's nuts. You look. Yeah, he's at 107, 116, and 111 with Everett out. So. That's been a nice find if you've had him, but the Cowboys ran it 45 times for 263 yards. Yeah, I was just looking because I'm looking at Dallas's receivers, and none of them have any fucking yardage. Yeah, I'm like, how did the Cowboys get 475 yards of offense with Tavon Austin being their leading wide receiver (laughs) at 59 yards? I'm like, oh, because Pollard and Zeke combined for 263 on the ground. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it was a two wild forty nine or whatever. Yeah, and then another what, um, fifty five in the air. Yeah. So like <laughs> shit, dude. Zoinks. Yeah, they they did yeah, they combined for over two hundred fifty yards of or was it like three hundred yards? Yeah, they combined for like three hundred yards of offense. It was wild. So something like that. A lot of yards. Yeah, it's like three oh four or something like that. That's how the math goes. Yeah. A lot of math. Love math. <laughs> but man, dude, yeah, this game was. Fuck. I don't, I don't think because like we we talked about the coaching matchups and like oh obviously McVeigh or Garrett, but like right was it was this a Kellen Moore versus you know was like was Kellen Moore kind of leading this one? You gotta wonder like when when it's Jason Garrett when it's Kellen Moore as far as like who's kind of taking the lead on the final decisions. But whoever decided that they need to run Zeke twenty four times to win a football game is the person who was right. Mm-hmm. Which whoever sounds finally, like a Jason Garrett, but God, like so whoever finally decided that obvious information we've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah, like oh, Zeke's good. Oh, look, our other running back's good too. What? Like, it's not hard. Use them. Mm-hmm. You can still pay Dak. Dude, I don't fucking know what's up with the Rams. Like, I, they, they're not going to make the playoffs. Like, they're going to probably lose to the Niners next week and be donezo. And now they've got uh, yeah. on this crazy contract, and they're kind of fucked. Like they have, they have like like negative money next year. They're in such a fucking cap like crunch next year. And no picks. Yeah, it's really rough. That you gotta wonder if they're gonna be like bad again next year. I mean, it makes sense. Like go all in for a year, cool. But like, there is the uh, you know the after effect. Yeah, there's no backup plan. Like you gotta bank on your decisions being good enough that they'll work out some long term. But like some like. The coaching there, uh, that's kind of an issue too. We have to like look at the GM decisions too, like the personnel moves and everything that they've gone through, all the signings that haven't really been worth all the money they put into it. So, yeah, yeah it kind of seems like it all blew up in their face, and they're going to be bad for a few years now in a row. Mm, yeah, the Gurley and Goff money doesn't isn't looking like it was well spent. Yeah, right the Gurley money definitely not. The Goff money could end up looking better, but the Gurley money was not good. I mean, I'm not going to shame any team for paying a quarterback a lot of money because like, yeah. they, 
you need a, a franchise quarterback. And Goff had a great year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. if if you think you might have your guy, it's worth it to take a chance. Yeah, a quarterback at least. But um, I mean, kind of looks like the Vikings got their guy right. Yeah, I mean, Kirk's been really fucking good this year. Like, it doesn't like he's not flashing it doesn't stand out, and like no one's talking about the Vikings really. But Kirk's been amazing this year. He's been doing good. Mm-hmm. Washington could have had him. Yeah, dude. Him and Scary Terry. Now look where they're at. Him and Dwayne. I'm in pain. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne. Dwayne brings the pain to Dwayne. Washington fans. Washington. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I mean, another team that went in on their guy was the Niners hosting the Falcons here in this one, and Jimmy G's had some pretty solid games. Um, and this one, this was a good close game. So I mean, it was the Falcons literally winning last second on what it was what was it two seconds left on Julio Jones catching a pass from Matt Ryan so yeah it was yeah it was it was down to the wire but you 49ers should have been able to win this at home is the thing now, what a crazy bad. result man like i i definitely was on the board of the falcons would make this a close game given how the niners defense was the previous week against the saints yeah i thought they'd be higher scoring but the niners did not able think to they'd win no, yeah, def- definitely not. Like the Niners' offense was struggling too. Like the Falcons' defense, like this last part of the year has been really weird. Like they've gotten wrecked some, but they've been really respectable some games too. Like outside of Kittle, like no one did dick. Like Mostert got a touchdown, but like no one besides Kittle really got like an, any notable yardage. Like Sanders and Debo didn't do dick really. Like yeah, Falcons just kind of came ready. I mean, you gotta wonder maybe does like Dan Quinn kind of know Shanahan well enough to like you know put that in place? It's kind of. A curious outcome but I don't know I feel like Shanahan changes his offense a lot but he I mean if he did anything reminiscent of something he was familiar with then he, he is gonna be more predisposed to that you know mm-hmm. yeah I want to like look into this now like how um teams do like or like when like a coordinator leaves a team or like something like that how they do against their like the former head coach they were with or something like that be kind of curious to like parse through that that would take a lot of manual effort but say so, yeah, I think uh Doug Peterson has done well against like Reed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like we know Belichick usually dongs on the guys that come from him. Well, yeah, because all of his coordinators are only good because they work with him. Mm-hmm. Although I am, I do think Brian Flores and the Dolphins will work out respectably enough, even if it doesn't like fully work out. I don't think it's going to be a total dumpster fire or anything. But... I'm not entirely sure. He could be their tank commander to lead them through the dark times. <laughs> you know, like if I, if I'm a G, like a owner of a team and I know my team has to tank and get better I don't it'd be nice to do the Gruden thing and sign some dude to a 10 year deal and hope that he pulls them out of it and like leads them through it but more realistically you're gonna hire a dude let them suck fire a dude and bring in someone else once they're better <laughs> yeah it does make you wonder team is more like appealing you know mm-hmm. yeah I do wonder like if they're if he's gonna get totally screwed by this team because like it's like, oh, our teams to look at it as, oh, man, his record was awful. Or are they going to look at it as, oh, he kind of helped build this team up? Because it makes me think of, like, Mark Jackson and the Warriors, where, like, Mark Jackson still isn't, like, a coach yet. But Steve Kerr, I mean, Steve Kerr is, like, a coach himself, but he, like, took over, like, a really good team and then took him over the hump. Is it going to be like that where, like, Flores gets them there and then someone takes them over the hump kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. But exactly. That's, that's like, an off-season discussion. That's going to be a fun one, but... 
Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the main thing that I was excited about was um, Julio Week. So I, I don't know if we mentioned it a ton in the episode, but I know once we got confirmation that all those Niners were out, I was like, it's Julio Week, guys. Julio Week. No, no Ridley. Leo, no Leo. Niners defense. Like, <laughs> Julio hear <Week>. me. <laughs> yeah, he has. He just has some of these blow up games each year, and it's lovely. Yeah, it's nice. I feel like you're always good to pick the blow up game too. Yes, yeah, so I missed. I know I missed one of them earlier, but he he's had like some. I mean, he always has his big chunk yardage games. It's just do you get the touchdowns or not? That's the hardest part for him. Right. Like, he, he gets so much yardage and so many catches. He doesn't get that many touchdowns weekly. But then there's one week where he gets them all. Yeah. He, he, like, he, like, I mean, he's got six touchdowns on the year and four of them have come in two games. Like, I mean, that's better than his previous years. There have been years he's gotten, like, one, right? Yeah, dude. Like, I think it was, like, two years ago. Because last year I didn't keep mouse back on him. But, yeah, two years ago I'm pretty sure he had, like – Hardly any. Let me look. Yeah, 2017 he had 14, like over 1400 yards and just three touchdowns, and it kind of bounced back up with 60, like almost 1700 yards and then the eight touchdowns. But could you imagine getting 1400 yards running up and down the field like <laughs> seven times each? If you're going up and down, like 14 <laughs> times down the field, not getting in the end zone, only only getting there three times. Yeah, Good lord, God, that must have been infuriating. Yes, this dude's got so many motherfucking yards. My like, just looking at Elio's yard just baffles me every time. So many yards. Like, well find me. like his he's not been below fourteen hundred since before twenty fourteen. <laughs> like shit, man. Damn. So he might end up. He'll probably end up below there this year. He needs two hundred fifty more, so it's gonna be tough to get there. But two fifty. Yeah, he needs two hundred fifty more yards to get the fourteen hundred. So I don't think he'll get there this year. But no, he can do that. It's two games, right? Yeah, for me, I guess it's more of just how the Falcons are, but it is doable for sure. I guess Falcons and Bucks, or sorry, Jags and Bucks is pretty doable. So, right. How many 1400 yard healer seasons can we get? Uh, he can do that just against the Bucks in the week that 17. That is true, actually. That That's a good matter. point. He's like, dude. <laughs> good point. Just healer dog on the Bucks. 212. I'm going to say he's getting 212 and 2 against the Bucks, dude. Maybe 3. We'll see. Pretty sure Scott. last Bucks game we talked about how much he owns the Bucks. Yeah, he does. Yeah, we did. He does. I don't, know if, I don't know if it always translates, but it's a good be- it's a good bet to take. It's yeah. a fun one because when it pays off, you feel really good. Mm-hmm. Super good. Yeah. And then our um, our Sunday night game, we had Bills Steelers. This game was pretty much what I ex- what we all expected: turnovers, pretty much. Yeah. defense, some hard mouth football, smash mouth football, hang out your yeah. football, like real football, tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they picked off Duck four times. The uh, the Bills came out with a gross, hard fought win. It sounds like the Steelers are going to stick with Duck next week, but I mean, he's better than Rudolph. They both aren't aren't Roethlisberger, but yeah, but yeah, Duck's a lot more inspiring than Rudolph. But yeah, they they had two chances at the end of the game to take it, and they he got picked off both times. So yeah. Because like I like I thought they were gonna drive down and get it, but they couldn't convert it. And Bill G man, no joke. Yeah, what's his name? Like Vanette not going out of bounds at that one time, like really hurt them. I'm like, why the fuck did he not go out of bounds? Because it cost him like 15 seconds too. They needed it. Oh uh, well, I mean it's been a nice story for Pittsburgh, but realistically they shouldn't be in the playoffs. Yeah, they with- may get there, but. See, cause That's why I kind of hope it's the Titans. I feel like they, as a whole, are a, just a better team. Mm-hmm. Just got a notification that uh, 
Ravens have signed Kenneth Dixon to their 53-man roster. It's hilarious. He's back. But, so, yeah, the, the Steelers and Jets play next week, and then the Titans and Saints play. So, advantage Steelers there, I would say. Yeah. Just objectively. <laughs> and then, um, then the Steelers get the Ravens harder, and the um, Titans get the Texans, which is, you know, easier than the Ravens at least. So Yeah, they I do, like... If the Titans play well again, I'd expect them to split. Yeah, I think it's the, the Titans, Titans like they can do that. The Titans need to win one more game than the Steelers, though, because they lost to them in, earlier in the year. Right. Big downside. So, they need Steelers to lose both. Mm-hmm. J B T S. I. They're gonna do it, man. They're gonna do it. That'd be so funny, man. But, if the Jets do it, then the Ravens have a good shot to finish it off. Yeah, I think the Ravens. I mean, I guess it depends though. Like, if the Ravens are playing, yeah. Like, if Lamar actually like needs to play or if they sit their starters week seventeen, because if they if they win this week, which they get who um, they've got the I cannot find this. Oh, the Browns. So assuming they beat the Browns, they can you know just do whatever week seventeen. Well, though it makes you wonder though if they just want to beat the Steelers, <laughs> like that's also part of it. Yeah, that their division hatred might save them. Yeah, like Lamar may want to like. I mean, they said maybe he wants to play just like half the game and like get, make sure he keeps that touchdown lead too. True, true. But, yeah, the this, anyway, this the Steelers build game was pretty gross, and then we end it with a blowout on Monday night. Breeze balled out, got his you know got the touchdown record. Uh, he jumped Brady, who's just behind them, and then Peyton for. He's at 540 now, so this game was just a, a breeze for the Saints. Mm. Yeah, I missed this game. I was working, unfortunately, yeah. but I looked at halftime and it was just wreckage. So yeah, I, I kind of went how we the game, but yeah, it was not not much of a game. Like um, Breeze is gonna get this by halftime, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Michael Thomas is fucking bonkers. You all know that. Um, but Alvin Kamara's had such bad touchdown luck this year. It's ridiculous. What's happening? Like he's just not getting the touchdowns. Like he's getting the yardage. He's he's getting like a hundred scrimmage yards a game or something like that. Pretty sure. Oof. Pretty luck. As That's as pretty good. Like, yeah, because you know, but McCaffrey's first on that. Let's see if this loads total yards per game. Let me see. Yeah, Kamara's still getting what ninety-seven yards per game, like total yardage. But he has he has like three touchdowns on the year, maybe fewer. Yikes! He's having a Julio year. No, he has two touchdowns on the year. Two after having eighteen last year, it's even worse. Yeah, so maybe finally collects next week. But man, he's got such bad touchdown luck. That's like the most annoying thing. Like, it, like he should be around like what, like eight or something like that. But he's he's so far behind where he should be. It's pretty dumb. Ah, oh, sad. Wow, love looking at the yardage. McCaffrey's gained thirty yards per game more than the second place guy, which is Chubb. Like scrimmage yard wise, it's hilarious. It's nuts. But yeah, the Colts. So. I, I know they're missing a lot of weapons, but Brissett's been pretty, like, mm, the last several weeks. Like, how much do you put on him? How much do you put on, like, the team in general? Like, where are you at on him? On who? Br- uh, Brissett. I it's mean, been I, really I, like, underwhelming lately. they need to, like, find someone next year. Mm-hmm. I think they were okay using him this year, but he's, he's not the, the guy. Yeah, like, I know they signed your contract, like, extension, like, for a couple of years, so they're, like, they have a, you know, definitely a good backup and, you know, okay starter. Um, I mean, I, of course, want to see if they give Chad Kelly any any run in the last two games. <laughs> I don't know if they will or not. 
I can hold for that. But I imagine they're going to be in the market for a quarterback. Or, like, if someone falls them in the draft, they'll be like, okay, let's take this guy. It'll be a, what, like, Tyrod thing where they get, like, eight games that are so out of the incumbent and then put the rookie in. That seems like the most likely option for the Colts at this point. Uh, yeah, it just kind of sucks. Hmm. Man, maybe Luck will come back. Uh, that was in my head, too. Like, assuming Luck doesn't come back. Yeah, baby, come back. I, I'm assuming he doesn't. Yeah, he probably doesn't. But who knows? Could be one day. Mm-hmm. We can we can hope for it. Because he retired when I was doing the spinach videos, and one of one of the things I recorded was me just eating raw spinach as I cried about Andrew Locke retiring. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why? You gone? Mm-hmm. Man, that's still sad. Still, that's wild still, to think about. That's the, still that that happened. I know. I don't. I like it. Still hurts. Yeah. I like. I still wonder if we're gonna get one more camp season than retirement for him, or like something like that. I hope so. Yeah, I'm glad they've let him just rest this year. Yeah, he needed it. I was I was campaigning for that to happen because he wasn't right at all to start the year remotely. He's still good. Mm-hmm. He'll still be good. Yeah, hopefully, like a full year of rest basically helps him. I really want to see a good cam, like regardless of where he's just too fun. For him to not come back at all. He he just adds so much excitement mm-hmm. to the team, to the game. Yeah, like this 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 year of all like these young quarterbacks, like these running quarterbacks and stuff, like we haven't had Cam in on the excitement too. Like that's the thing, like he's just kind of been forgotten about. Never forget Cam. Yeah, so never forget. <laughs> uh yeah, I mean I want him to come back too, because I'm tired of people saying that like these kind of quarterbacks can't play that long. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, they still gotten a lot of good years out of him. Like, that's the thing. Like, at a certain point, yeah. you just say, I want eight years out of this fucking wild guy here. Like, he was just absurdly good. But Will takes, you know, that does run more. Like, that's kind of the... I mean, I would rather have that than, like... I mean, do you want, like, eight to ten years of someone or, like, who's absurdly good or, like, 13 years of someone who's, like, pretty good? Like, you're going to have to move on at some point eventually, no matter who it is. So... True. But... Might as well, like, I don't know. Shoot for the stars. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I miss I miss Luck and Cam in the game. Big rip. They changed the game. Well, Cam did. Mm-hmm. Oh, Luck really changed the game. He was good at it. Yeah, well, he was really good at it. Cam, like, kind of helped, you know, usher back in the running quarterback stuff, which was nice. Good, yeah. Dual threat QBs, man, make the game more exciting. Mm-hmm. Which uh, has been super obvious this year. <laughs> Oh man, fucking love watching Lamar. But um And now our fifteen minute tribute to Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, after this week I was just so hyped about him again. It's so fun. Big but... trust. I cannot wait for Mark Ingram to be in the media. I he, that that needs to happen once he retires. He's he's so ready for it. Every single question from now till the day he dies about who the best anything is, it's just gonna be Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> So if you had to name your top five quarterbacks of all time, who would you do? Uh, like, who would you uh, who would you uh, pick for that? You're like, oh, well, probably you know Lamar, 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 Lamar. Yeah. Like, and you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, Breeze too. Like, <laughs> Lamar, 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 and uh, Montana. <laughs> oh gosh. And then Lamar again. Yeah. Bre- Ingram's gotten so lucky with being on good teams his whole career. Like Saints and then now these Ravens. Yeah, dude, like Sean Payton Saints to Harbaugh Ravens. Mm-hmm. That's just a 
running back's dream right there. <laughs> like, you gotta love it. But it's because he's a good hype man. That's the secret. Mm-hmm. Being a good hype man, that's that's the secret to everything. I would say, like, you know, if you're, if you're a good hype man, you can kind of fit in wherever. Yeah, everyone's gonna love you because <laughs> exactly. you introduce them so well. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to give them like a minute long intro for everything, <laughs> no matter what. Introducing your parents to your girlfriend, minute long hype intro. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Who the baddest bitch in the whole city? Right here. Right here. <laughs> I gotta start doing that more often, that kind of thing. It's pretty fun. It's like the opposite of have you met Ted? Like <laughs> just the whole other side of it. Way too much hype. It's you need to meet Ted. <laughs> You haven't met Ted? What's wrong with you? Let me tell you about Ted. <laughs> Let me tell you about Ted. I'm going to tell you everything about Ted. But anyway, <laughs> as we ramble this out, this has been our uh, week 15 review. Um, wow, man, it's flying by. We'll be back on Friday with our championship week preview. Mm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I've got, I've got uh, four, so ooh, big stuff. I'm actually off Sunday, too, so I can watch mm. it. we got good games coming up. Awesome stuff. Thank you all for tuning in.